straight in, yeah? Going in dry, no Vaseline. Oh, episode, episode 69 as well, man. You need a bit of fluidity to... <laughs> straight in, <laughs> beer wrap and banner at beer wrap bants. Episode 69. 69 episodes, man. It's myself, Ben English. Myself, Cal Sirius. Myself, Ash. What's going on? How you doing, gentlemen? And we're recording, not on a Saturday, but on a Sunday. We've moved the day, the day of rest, um, bringing everyone the, the content they want for their podcast, for their commute, or if you're staying at home, hopefully we can get you through the week. Uh, how you doing, gentlemen? How you doing? I'm going to start with uh, Ash. How you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I think my energy's definitely dipped this week. Um, just with work, it's been kind of a lot on. Um, but yeah, all in all, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Like, we have health, we have a house, like a roof over our head, we have food in our fridge. So you have to kind of sometimes give thanks for the blessings, even when you're not feeling the best. It's very well thought, very well thought, yeah. And Cal, how you been feeling? Yeah, all right, man. I've kind of become, um, I, was, I was talking to Ryan from Don't Be a Dick podcast the other day, and uh, he was saying... He's become acclimatized to this COVID uh, nineteen sort of social distancing that we're all doing, and and I, I was like, yeah, yeah, me too, man. It's just it's the new normal now, isn't it? it can, is. we, can we big up Ryan for his quiz as well, which was banging. Like, really, really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, looking forward to the next one. You did all right in that, didn't you? Yeah, I came second. But you know what was really frustrating? There were some questions that I should have done better on. And you know when the answer comes, you're like, oh, you muppet. <laughs> That's Trust literally me. what I was saying to myself. But yeah, this second is... on my debut, I'll take it. Out of how many people? Six. Okay, I thought you were going to say like two or three. <laughs> <laughs> you're a cheese. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I finished second. How many were there? Two. Oh, you finished two. last. Um, um, it's becoming it's, it's, it's the time for quizzes now everyone's doing quizzes it's yeah. like work friends pub family and just everyone's general knowledge I, t- I tweeted the other day I was like nothing will make you feel thicker than a, than a work pub quiz because <laughs> there's questions you, th- you think like um, where's this or you know mm. when did this happen you just you just don't know so big up ryan doing the uh, the quiz big up all the lads from don't be a dick that was the day that the wi-fi cut out around the country um virgin, virgin and, and people just lost their minds they didn't know what to do it's like how how can we uh how can we deal with corona coronavirus and no wi-fi at the same time it's like a struggle <laughs> oh gosh that was crazy though like just it just would go you just be on it on it on it done um but yeah, Virgin have a lot of explaining to do. Yeah, people, first world problems. That's it. Well, people just need to deal. I mean, it's only the Wi-Fi and then there's a whole generation or two generations who don't know what it's like to not have Wi-Fi on tap. Mm. So we're all old enough to know what it's like for the dial-up and to know no internet. So if the Wi-Fi goes down, it's it's calm. We can just we can just try and do something else. So uh, yeah, people are losing their minds a bit that it was trending. I don't know. Like it's just. We, we're so reliant on our devices. We're so reliant on things. I asked my friend the other day, when's the last time you wrote something down at length? And they were struggling because you, you'd, like, you'd make notes in your phone or like we don't really put pen to paper unless we're at work. So mm. I think we should definitely try and it's a skill that needs to come back because I think a lot of people are just relying on technology and relying on the internet for everything. 
like back in the day, I remember like on a Saturday, research meant going to the library, like physically on an Encarta tip um, and going through like physical encyclopedias. That's just, that's a myth now. You just jump on your phone, Siri, ask, ask Siri or Google this and the answer's there, so... Yeah, it's too easy. No, I, mm. I, I remember going to university and just, yeah, like you get all the references, you try and get them before everyone else and then you just get your notes and then you write out your your statements or your references and, and who to quote and whatnot. But, um, yeah, writing, well, some people are not writing at all, other people are just typing. Yeah, it's a weird one. I've, mm. I've wrote, I wrote a couple of letters to my boy. Um, he's currently, like, inside, um, he'll be out next year. And that's been quite nice, actually. Just the, the the ability to go back to writing um, and putting pen on paper. You actually really, I I've, I missed it, and I didn't realize I missed it until I done that. So I would encourage mm. everyone write write some letters to get a get a prison get a prison pen pal. You mean? And... <laughs> 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 I mean, feel free to, but no, write a letter. Like write a letter maybe to like a parent or write a letter to someone who you care about. Like it's not it's not it's not the worst thing to do. Remember, listen, we've got, it's weird, we've got so much time, but yet we don't. Because I don't know about anyone else, but I'm finding I've got so many plans for this for this COVID-19 time. But by the time you get through a day of working or an evening or you cook and like, it's just, like where you live is probably dirtier because you're spending a bit more time in there, it becomes a lot harder to kind of actually do stuff or the energy kind of goes. So you think you've got so much time. There's all of these TV shows, which we're going to touch on a bit later on. But do you actually have the time to take them in properly? Writing letters is old school, though, fam. Like, yeah. uh, obviously, these days we're in the digital age. Mm-hmm. Everyone's very accustomed to using tablets, phones, mm-hmm. laptops. There's literally no real need to be getting a pen and paper out and writing stuff and, and sending letters but that's, for but... it to take <laughs> however long to be to go through the, the postal system when you can just send someone a text, send an email, you know. No, 100%. That's instant. 100%, but then that's the whole point. It's almost, almost a discipline. So, like, us as us as young people, like, we're, we're obviously kind of older than the current generation that's kind of in schools and stuff like that. Like, they everything for them is instant. It's like now, 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 now. Like, I want to see you or I want to FaceTime you. Cool. Mm. When we were younger, we didn't have that. So imagine quarantine 20 years ago when we were in school. Do you remember knocking for people when we used to go and like knock on knock on for your friend's house yeah. or knock on for a girl's hat and then and then had to be all polite knocking um I remember going with you Cal one time. Who did we knock for? Jeez, there. She, was, she lived near a school. Um I swear I was I swear I was with you, maybe not, I don't know, but knocking for people, man, or ringing people's houses and just saying like, yeah, or when you when you used to tell them, yeah, I'm gonna be here. By the phone box at the, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at the one way road barrier, meet me there at five and you're there. And even if you're late or early, guaranteed you're waiting there for them to come. Had to. No phones, no mobiles, no um no communication that way. You had to do everything in person. Well yeah, you had to lock yeah. the door to make people play out. Do you remember that one? Like, oh they allowed to play yeah. out. It was it was, it was standard. Yeah, but like can we they said, come out, please? There's yeah. a certain level of class or there's a certain level of conversation that you had to have, which I think we've, we've spoken about before, um, that you have to know how to kind of speak to an elder because you don't know who's going to pick up the phone. Again, these are little things. These are little skills that we, we, we don't want to lose. Yeah, oh, yeah things 100%. are faster now, but things like communication, writing, as well as kind of verbal, they're key skills that we need to kind of keep. 
Mm, mm. Knocking. We used to go around people's houses, take off your shoes, and you had to say hello to the parents straight away, or you had to be introduced. And then, um, good old days, man. Good old days. Everyone's Did you not ever play knockdown gingers back in the day? Standard. Yeah. Standard. yeah. Um, or the or knockdown, and then you you put someone's name in there, so knockdown Steve, and you knock on the door and ask if Steve's there, and then you, <laughs> and then you dart. Um, not down to, yeah, do that all the time, mate. He used to do that all the time. Uh, who was talking about the other day on Twitter? I think Wiley was talking about Kirby. Do you remember the game Kirby? Uh, the, little white, the, the, the little white chubby thing? No, 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 no. You're throwing the ball off the curb and catching it. Curbs. Oh. What do you call it in West? Curbs. Yeah, curbs. Yeah, Kirby. I think they called it curbs. Yeah, Kirby or curbs. Um, oh, what did you call slap ball? Pat ball. Pat Oh, get out of here, man. Yeah, like when you used to like bounce like um off the wall and it had like yeah. one bounce, like low cuts. Yeah, low cuts and like Come on, yes, and, 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 and the angles the angle spinner. The backhand angle spinner. Hold on, stop, stop, stop. You lot called it slap ball. Yeah, because yeah, what are you doing? No, to you're the moving, ball? man. What? You're no, moving, no, no, man. No, no, no. <laughs> you're moving, this, man. You don't pat the ball, you slap you don't the pat ball. Pat the ball, man. Man in East, we don't pat, we slap. You Trust get me? <laughs> How could he slap? Could she nah, slap me? Ball. How could she slap? <laughs> no, nah, you know what I need to do? I need to actually no, nah, I need to shout out my like my like my boy. He's my best friend, yeah. He was cold at Pat Ball. When I tell you like low cuts would have me all like sliding on the floor doing all the madness, like he was skin, angles. Yeah, and then <laughs> what he used to do as well is he used to put like a little backspin on it. So as soon as it like hit the wall, it would die. So you think it's gonna come back at you really hard, and then as soon as it hits the wall, it just would die down. Like yeah. you now nah, he was wavy, Jace. Now nah, you were wavy at pat ball, not slap ball, innit? Uh, listen, guys, did, I don't, did you not have listen. the rule where you had to call out the move you were gonna do before you did it? Like you have to say angle and then you hear an angle. Ah, no, 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 no. It was all a, it was all a case of surprise. You're meant you're meant to surprise them. If you just call angle, then they're gonna get ready for it. I think there was different types of variations. I think you had to establish the rules. I think they're both. You're both right. They're both different thingies, in it. So, <clears throat> and then we even did. We even did a one with body parts as well. Like you could header it, you could kick it, you could chest it. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, that's you know you know how we do. But you know what? There's a there's a number of games that in one area it's one thing, and in another area it's another thing. So like even like with blackjack. Some of the things that oh, like, the rules. You, you have to establish the rules big time. Have to. Man. Have to. And then even like, then you still get people arguing and, and, yeah. and cheating and if you want to have an argument is play blackjack or monopoly. Or monopoly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't stand monopoly. I can't stand it. Oh I love it. I, I love it. it. Hate I love it. monopoly. <laughs> I love monopoly. But again, game. you need yeah, you need like five or six hours and you need some drinks and you need a hell of a lot of sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh mate, I missed I missed the good old days sort of playing out um knockouts, uh sixty seconds. World Cup. World Cup. Um we used to play this basketball game where you had to like you didn't we didn't have a basket, we had like a, a one way sign or a or a stop sign and you had to like dunk it over the other person and try and block it. <laughs> we used to put bags on the fence and play basketball like that, man. That was like <laughs> Do you remember that school car? Say again? We used to put like our backpacks on the fence, and that was our basket. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you didn't have a ring, you know, you had to improvise, man. Yeah, but that's but that's the point, though. Like improvisation was something that, as our our generation, we're very lucky to have. Like, I don't 
really see that. Working in a secondary school now, I don't see anyone improvising games. They're on their phones, they're listening to music. Like, we were a really creative generation. Oh, yeah, 100%, 100%. Because we were the, yeah, it's the generation, the best of both worlds. You sort of had, like, the, mm. the established tradition, and then you had the new the new gen of the 90s and the 2000s and, and everything. So if you didn't have it, you had to make do with what you had or improvise or just make it up. Sometimes yeah. sometimes we didn't even have a ball. We just pretended to have a ball. <laughs> Man of square and worldies. <laughs> Overhead volleys from 70 yards out, blood. <laughs> oh, you see, you see that? Yeah, blood, I saw her, I saw <laughs> Uh, no, listen, it, uh, or use a rock or a Coke can. Yeah, the Coke can was the one as well. That could do, that could definitely work. But yeah, listen, they say you have to, there's nothing, there's nothing bigger and better than a child's imagination or a mm. teenager's imagination. So everyone listening, make sure you bring out the inner child in you and don't forget mm. to dream and don't forget to be creative and don't lose that as an adult. And don't forget to write letters. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Write a letter. Write a letter to your inner child. Oh, that's a sick oh, idea. that's 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 some that's some Doctor Doctor Drew, Oprah Winfrey shit there. Just like yeah. write a letter to your inner child, and then yeah, deep. All right, boom. Next, moving well, on. Moving you, on. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're <laughs> gonna write a letter to your inner child, what the hell are you gonna tell him? Um, it will be okay. Everything's gonna we gonna be all right. Eh? We gonna be all right. All right. Oh, did you have? Hold on. I know you've got the quick. I know you've got the poll things. Um, yeah, we'll come to in a minute. But was one of them J Cole over Kendrick? No, but so there's a couple of music ones that I want to do, and I'm just thinking, what's the real matchup? Because some of them have been absolute landslides, whereas some of them have been super close. So yeah, when we, when we get onto it, it'll be interesting to see what the listeners think. And how they respond to certain things. Nice, nice. Okay. There's a couple that I thought were 100 would have been like close 50-50, but they were they were batterings. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll do that. Well, we'll do it whenever you want, man. I don't know if you want to kickstart yeah. with music. So today's episode um, for everyone listening is sort of just every, it's a chance for me, Cal, and Ash just to get up and get chatting. Usually we have guests, mm. or it's a bit more structured. But we've got a few notes. We're just going to go in and just just have fun with it on this Sunday. So, hey, but before um, we get into the music, bro, um, can I just quickly get a quick bit of banter in? Um, I've just sent you lot a link. Open up your WhatsApp. So I just sent you a link. Yeah, um, it's a it's a little article I found in the Half Post, the Huffington Post. Yeah, under a section called Weird News. Um, so you're going to have to scroll down the page a little bit. Basically, what's happened is, you know, Banksy, the uh, the notorious British yeah. street artist, they call him. The man's a graffiti. He's a graffiti man. He's a hip-hop man. But anyway, the street artist. If you scroll down, you'll see, like, what he's done. Since he's been self-distancing at home, he's drawn a whole lot of rats in his bathroom. Doing a madness. Completely vandalised his bathroom. And his missus has gone nuts. And she's sick of it. She can't wait for him to get out and be uh, out uh, doing his graffiti on the streets again because what he's done to his bathroom is an absolute mad. Some of them, some of them are cold though. Like, the yeah, some of them are really cold. The toothpaste one's good. Um, the toilet one, the pissing on the toilet one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like the um, I like the one that's hanging from the um, the ah, uh, the, the light switch. 
I like the yeah. one that looks like because because what he's done is he's kind of merged his art with the objects in in mm. the um, in the bathroom. So there's one where there's like a toilet roll with a bit of paper kind of hanging off of a ledge, and mm. then he's drawn a picture of a mouse looking like it's running on the toilet roll, and the, the you know the paper's just dangling off, dangling off. So, yeah, he's, he's he's really creative, man. He's killed it. Yeah, so you can see so that. That's on his uh, that's on his Instagram and his Instagram page. Eight point three million followers. Jeez. And people still don't know what he looks like. Someone's saying he's the guy from Massive Attack, but I don't know if that's true or not. But how can people uh, not know what he looks like? He's done so much. Like, come on, man. No, people don't know. I, I think everyone knows who he is, and nobody cares. That's what I think. No, no one knows who he is, bro. No one knows. Mate, it could be just. It could be anyone. Because he does like he does like graffiti in some really like public areas like there was one he did in the Barbican it's like there's a million cameras in London if somebody really wanted to catch him surely wow. like, he's going to get caught maybe I don't know man I reckon or people not, mm, I don't know I, I'd like to keep the mystique there I think we still need some mystique out in the world yeah. everyone knows everyone knows that everything do you remember when you didn't know rappers real names and you found that they had a real name and you were like <gasps> yeah that was special wasn't it I remember when I found out Snoop's name was Calvin something. <laughs> what the fuck? Calvin Brutus or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well remembered. Oh, hip hop, hip hop quiz there. I, I remember when I found out Genuine's name. Do you guys know Genuine's name? Oh, um, something Humperdinck or Elgin Lumpkin. That's it. Elgin Lumpkin. Elgin Lumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> That's the weirdest name ever. Rough. Oh, Ben, are you today years old when you found out Genuine's real name was Elgin Lumpkin? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think I might have known that before, but I, I, decided, I chose to uh, unforget it because it was like some... That's mad, that's mad. But yeah, there needs to be some mystique about with everyone. So big up Banksy, big up Banksy doing that. Um, right, we're going to kickstart. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Um, the Chipmunk documentary, Shots Fired, that was on Link Up that was taken down. Um, so basically Link Up put together a documentary with loads of footage over the past few years of the different rap beefs between Chipmunk, um, Youngen, um, Bugsy Malone and Tiny Temper. And it's been really well, really well put together, really well produced. They got uh, interviews from uh, loads of people in the scene and not just artists, but camera people and, you know, Posty and um, other people. But then Chipmunk, his team, wanted it taken down for whatever reason. And it wasn't, it wasn't displayed um, it's really, really it's, it's still on it's still on it's still on YouTube someone's posted it so if people want to watch it but it's an interesting time that's documented when like Chipmunk because I keep saying this that Chipmunk benefited from these clashes and battles mm. brought him back to the forefront of grime and it made him sharper and it made him better and it benefited yeah. it benefited everyone else as well so I don't know if you guys remember that time or if you've seen the documentary yet or heard about it I haven't seen the doc, but I did hear about it. So what I, the bit that I read was Chip's team wanted to go through it. So I think they wanted to cut a few things out. But yeah. the people who made the documentary saying, in terms of the authenticity of the documentary, we need to keep kind of creative control with us. So that's where, so then Chip's team were like, well, no, we, it has to be pulled. Otherwise, we'll probably sue. Um, and that's when it's been pulled down from their site. But I think conversations are going to continue to try to make sure that it happens. I'm definitely going to search it up. I was meant to watch it the other day. Yeah. I'll run to it. But yeah, it looks, the link. It, look, it looks dope. It does look dope. I saw a little bit of it. I saw Tiny talking. Um, 
but yeah, like Chips, Chips, Chips kind of energy is, is about being war ready, isn't it? So, like he loves he loves the clash, and mm. like you said, he's he's like he's a barers, and barers normally do well in clashes. So, yeah, man, I think the culture, and I think we spoke about it on the last pod we did with Anika. I think Cal spoke about kind of the culture having to be ready. Like rap has it. Like there's so many things where the competitive element is required. That's a really 100%. big thing. In, that's a big thing in Grimes. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think there'd be anything that would make him look bad about that. Considering no, it doesn't. It doesn't make him look bad. But again, it's that whole idea of thing people having to kind of come up perfect and almost be manufactured. Just sometimes let it be and actually react to it and say, "Listen, this is what the, the documentary is." As long as it's not completely disingenuous to him, then yeah. yeah, like let it go and then speak on a documentary. He'll probably get more. He'll probably get more. Um, more love just by allowing the documentary to come out and then speaking on it than doing this mm-hmm. it was so it was yes yeah, so I've watched it I found someone who um, sort of recorded it and posted it and he does everyone comes up looking okay so all the artists involved uh, and Chip especially come out looking really good and it was really well produced and like you said Chip from his original um F Radio days when he was on when he was on like F Radio Five I think and he was just yeah, sort of the only Northman there just spitting going hard. Um, I watched the Griminal Clash that he did at Voltage's birth, birthday set when they were both like sixteen or something that was sick. Um, so he's always been he's always been ready to to show that he's he's a top bar out. He's having to prove himself because he left the scene. We didn't leave the scene, but he he blew in it and he started to make songs with. Um, all these pop stars and American artists and whatnot. So it just shows him sort of coming back and just and just getting back into it and just the art of war as well. The art of war mm. is, is is studied by him definitely because the way he dropped these executed these crashes and went away for a bit. But it's really good. It's just a shame that's been pulled from sort of uh, being shared by a wider audience. Uh, so whoever's would be posted on link up and everyone would gravitate towards that and then casual fans would watch it and be clued up or. Just have just have the culture documented, and um, that was really worth. That was stated by Chucky in his podcast that these things need to be put out. So, ten years, twenty years, thirty years down the line, it's it's, it's documented to you know as a, an important time in the scene. So I really recommend watching that man. And I even went back and watched all the old clashes as well, all the all the old chip ones. Anyway, I didn't. I'm not really into the Bugsy ones or the younger ones. I think they're a bit all right, but the chip ones he went in. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, that's worth watching. Cow, I don't know. Yeah, now I'm going to look out for it. Man. Yeah. No, I didn't peep it, but where can people, because um, I need to peep that myself, where can people uh, see that if they want to? Uh, yeah, so basically, um, just if you just type up Link Up TV uh, Shots Fired, um, and it's a Chipmunk documentary, Chip documentary, but they took it down, but someone posted it up, uh, this Shack Zone TV. It's been up for a couple of days, it's got almost 2,000 views, um, but it, it looks like the, fin- it's the it's the actual doc that was just. It's been reposted by someone, um, so I'm surprised it's, it's, it's been able to stay up. But there, there's no like copyright infringements by the seams of it. I don't think it's a case of anyone being embarrassed. Was Chip and his management? They come out looking good, like I said. Uh, so yeah, hopefully people can can watch that and then get a bit of Graham history and a, a good time where Graham was a bit. I don't know. No, it won't fade him. It was a bit quiet and it needed something just to get you know get the timeline stirring again. And get everyone get everyone chatting. So big up Chipmunk, who's now becoming arguably, arguably the top top MC in the scene or top 
top three selected, top five selected, depending on who you speak to after his verses on Insomnia, because we know that Insomnia project he bodied, he 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 outshone he outshone all the man. I think that that was his role, like out of, out of all of the three MCs on that project, he was the, mm-hmm. spin, the, the rapper's rapper, you know, the rapidly rapper. So um, yeah, but good on him, man. He definitely delivered. It was a great project. I enjoyed it, and um, I'm, I'll look forward to having a look at his history in that documentary. Shots fired. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Definitely worth checking out. Um, moving on, moving on, moving on. So yesterday was. Uh, it's Bandcamp Day, so Bandcamp's a website for those who may not know that allows artists to get a large amount of the um, music revenue. You can buy music off artists directly, pretty much there, can't you? Or you can often pay a donation of what you think the music's worth, or you can buy merchandise, and the majority of the money goes towards the artists. Now, yesterday on Bandcamp Day, all the money went to artists uh, to help them during this this tough time. That's amazing. I didn't even know that, you know. And the worst part is I've actually got a project from Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> so I should have been promoting my page like hard. Go get that that classic hell serious, man. I'm gonna get hundred percent of the peas. Now's your time. So <laughs> for, for, for those listening, for those listening, Cal Cal is, is nice with the pen, nice with the with the production, nice with everything. And you have a few projects. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, so check out Cal Serious Bandcamp. I haven't got any music on Bandcamp, although I used to give out free promos and I posted my stuff on Instagram the other day and everyone was like, I didn't know you did music. I was like, yeah, kept it quiet. Well, I didn't keep it quiet, but obviously you got to evolve and change. Uh, uh, hold on, you get, before you, you, before you move on though, like flowers, because it was hard. It was hard. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, the, the Westwood freestyle and everything. Yeah, man, yeah it was grime, Spitting on grime and all of that. SoundCloud. Yeah, I'll have to send you the SoundCloud. I was a SoundCloud rapper before a SoundCloud rapper was a thing. <laughs> couple uh, projects on there, couple projects, more than a couple projects. I think I've got like five projects, two projects on Dactyls. Back in the day, but yeah, because it was Bandcamp Day, um, there was a few artists who uh, we, friends of the show that we've had on or, or we speak to and stuff, so we just want to big them up and, and tell people to check out their projects. First of all is K-Night, K-Night 13. We had him on the show about a year or two ago and he dropped Garbage Day. Um, I don't know if you guys have... Cal, we, we spoke about it um, off air. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to it yet, but it's a real good project with some great artwork. Oscar, Oscar the Grouch coming out of the trash can. Um and it's a collaboration with UK and US artists. Yeah, I've, I've heard one or two tracks. I haven't heard the whole album yet. Shout out to K-Night. Um, he always comes with the heat. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't actually on his on his iTunes. On, so uh, I think, yeah, that might be a, a Bandcamp exclusive at the moment. And then maybe down the line, to kind of capitalise on uh, Bandcamp Day. And then maybe down the line that will get distributed via Spotify. I yeah, I will, no, it's on Spotify. Well, it was on Spotify. I know. Oh. Uh, so yeah, so I meant so we put it out on Bandcamp first. Um, so we recommend everyone to sort of buy the music and support the artists, whatnot. And then um, it was uploaded on the streaming sites. So if, if people, when they're listening to this in the week, if they, if they want to check out this uh, this project, Hot Garbage by K Night. Uh, Thirteen, and it's got sort of who's on there? Some of the names. It's got a Juggernaut from. Nottingham, who worked with Sonny Jim, it's got Lee Scott, Breezy Bruin from um, from America. He worked on the Prince Amongst Thieves. The Prince, mm-hmm. I've not heard of him in a while. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, he's got his. Uh, who else has he got? Looking at the list now. Oh, there's a really good record with Homeboy Sandman. Yeah, that's a dope tune. That is really good. That is really good. And he's got one mad record about getting a getting like a a Bombay roll off a bird. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't heard that phrase in a while. Greasy. Super greasy. Uh, with the guy that did um, uh, Humpty. Is it Young Hump? No it's a greasy idea. record anyway. So listen, um, who else have you got in there? Skillet's that's, on there. Big up Skillet. Yeah, yeah, it's greasy like that. But big up Skillet. But really good, really good production. Solid all round um, concept to the records. There's a, there's a nice mix of sort of actual tunes with you know actual songs and then some instrumentals on there as well. And um, yeah, I know, yeah, production. And also he does listen up, um, the listen up TV, listen up production thing on Zoom. So. Uh, I know Cosign from Birmingham was on there and a few other producers are just meeting up. They've got like a five-minute uh, task to flip a sample and make a beat um, and they're all just building. So he, he, people are pushing things forward. Do you know what I've noticed, lads? I know you'll agree with this. This is how people are streaming their their, their um, live sets. They're streaming their DJ things. They're streaming their, mm. and their stand-up comedy. I know Getz has been doing a tour of the house, um, which is yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, there's just so much stuff going on, which, again, like you said, people are, are out here, they want to stay connected, they want to probably, like, relieve their boredom as well. And plus, if you're a stack of skilled DJ or you're a comedian, you want to kind of maybe float some stuff so that maybe when you do, when we do come out of this, some of that content could be dropped again. Um, mm. We spoke mm. about Mo, we spoke about Mo, the comedian, did what he did on on the last show, our last play-on show. Um, but there's a lot of good stuff. Getz has been really cool, though. And he's got a pool party today at four, um, at four o'clock, which yeah. which is mad. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to see how many women he gets in the pool. And, um, if it's just him and his DJ in the swimming pool, then it's a bit leave it. But well, I'm mean, oh, social good. distancing in mind. Can you really have a pool party right now? Mm, I mean, if late, it's just you in a pool late. in your private pool, I like I know he's got money. I don't know if he's got money mm. like that, but you know, I mean. Yeah, cool. If it's just you and your missus or something in a pool, pool party. But if it's like, what, you've got like 10, 15 people in a pool, right? uh, I don't know if that's uh, within the spirit of social distancing right now. That's some muddy waters, mate. And yeah. Getz has always been like a, an unofficial ladies' man. I know he can get lady girls and he's always got yeah. like, you know, he, he does well. Um, you wouldn't think about it like with the music or whatever because it's so hard and... Mm. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe that's not fair, but yeah, he's definitely de- de- definitely uh, been known to have a, su- a sweet one, one or two. But that would be interesting to see the pool party. Um, I checked out the the live the video he did with Rude Kid from the barbecue, and the setup was looking was looking proper. And they were just he was hosting and, and rapping over his records. So we got all the all the people who are using this to to put out quality content. Also, like Mo the comedian, you got um, the girl that does Face in the News. Have you heard of her? No. Oh, she is hilarious, bro. She this this woman, this girl, this lady, mm. she's facing the news and she does um ch- check her Instagram and she does characters and stuff. Um, just like Mo would and she did like a, a video reenactment of N dubs and Big Nasty. Um she's really funny and definitely you, you she did some vibes cartel thing. Um, it's jokes, definitely jokes, definitely jokes. So big up facing the news, big up everyone that's doing this stuff online. Uh, let me ask you guys this question, yeah? How like how have you been finding uh, being social 
during social distancing. So I know a lot of people have been um, using apps like Zoom to kind of have like uh, video cool. conferences with their family and stuff like that. Uh, what what kind of what kind of apps have you guys been using? How how have you been getting on? How have you been being social during social distancing? Go on, Ben. Oh yeah, so we've been using. Well, I mean, we've well with work. I've been I've been social every day, so I've been doing like obviously uh, Google Meets with the kids and and my my colleague my work peers. So I've been doing the live streaming of like reading a book and registration and meetings and stuff. I've been using Zoom for quizzes. I've been using House Party uh, just with some mates, and uh, I've started to get back on sort of Instagram a bit more, just to just to sit like just for a few things, um, and then obviously talking to, talking to family members just on the, on the phone and stuff. So do you know what? To be honest, I've not been too bad. We've we've been all right here, keeping busy and just speaking to other people. I find it a lot harder to not socialize I, I need to social you know i'm a bit mm. of a social butterfly i need to be speaking to people i need to be doing it <clears throat> andrea can be like she can she can just stay put all day and like not really speak to anyone which is which is you know this is what she does in it it's cool but i feel like i gotta be like yeah uh so in in that respect i've been phoning people um that's why it's important for us blokes as well to ring ring people and just chat because I think a lot of the time it's voice notes and I mean we always say this in it for your own mental well-being and, and health but we don't just say it in a buzzword or to sort of follow the crowd but definitely ringing your mates and having a laugh or a chat definitely helps so I've I've, I've been okay in that respect um yeah Ash mm -hmm. I don't know about you well, yeah I'll tag on to that so similar to me so I downloaded house party haven't done much of it if I'm honest um but I have been using Zoom to do like calls with friends. So um, I work for a mentoring um, company. We've had a couple of guests on from the Amos Bursary. So mm -hmm. some of the existing mentors, we've been doing stuff like every two weeks on a Tuesday. And we're having um, some really interesting conversations around like music and like kind of like relationships and um, just kind of a happiness. What does that look like? And what are we going to do after this? And a lot of my friends have kind of stayed in touch with me. So like, like, like we were saying a bit earlier on, we've got so many modes of communication. I've got a work laptop. I've got my laptop. I've got my work phone. I've got my, this phone. I've got an iPod. Like I could be in contact with so many people very, very quickly. And actually sometimes I do find myself just being in contact, maybe just because I can be. When actually sometimes you need to kind of step back in order to be your best when you are in contact with people. So there'll be times where like, I'll be on a phone and I'll be like playing a game or I won't really be invested in a conversation. That's when I'm like, okay, um, should I really be doing this? Yeah. What I've started to do now is actually say, okay, you know what? I'll spend some time away from the phone so that when I am on the phone, I'm, I'm fully present for whoever I'm speaking to or whatever kind of um, section that I'm in. Um, but yeah, you, you kind of you, you use technology um, as much as you kind of can. I think Zoom is something that I didn't, really like much before um yeah. for work you just have to kind of do it but now it has been quite good and it's just allowed me maybe to see some friends in another way and some of the conversations that we've had we wouldn't necessarily have had if we went out to like a pub or we went out to a party so i've definitely got to know some people at a deeper level just because mm -hmm. it is just kind of talking so there's definitely been benefits from it but there is kind of like zoom exhaustion so, like, those people who are just kind of on 
Zoom or just consistently on FaceTime. I don't know how they do it because I get tired from it. Um, yeah. I do really get tired from it. But every now and then, I think it's really good. Cal, how how you find it, Cal, sort of being on your own, like living on your own, obviously, when me and Ash have got people in the house already, so it's a bit easier. We've got that option of another human or humans Um, to interact with. Yeah, I think everyone's probably got a different experience. Uh, From a a person living by themselves kind of perspective, it's, um, you know, you don't get that much social interaction anyway. So you really do value the social, inter- the little social interaction that mm. you kind of have. And um, for myself, with sort of like the work side of it, it's been sort of working from home recently um, and then using sort of apps like Skype and uh, Teams um, for video conferencing. Mm. Um, and uh, on the kind of personal side of things, um, I found this app called, like, yeah, there was House Party and um, I downloaded it and... Um, I just haven't actually joined any parties yet, though um, I know some people that have done that, and that seems pretty cool. But yeah. there's this app that I found called Rave, um, which um, is, is, is quite popular in the app store, and I've used it, and it, I, I quite like the concept of it, man. So it's like it's kind of like a screen sharing app, right? You create your rave on this app, and then you share the link, and anybody can jump into your rave, Mm. You can either have it as a public rave or it can just be private with you and your peoples. And so what they're doing is they're basically getting a session to, to share the screen on your phone. And you can watch Netflix, you can watch YouTube, and they can. it's like having an Instagram live where they can jump in and they can comment. Or you can do sort of like you can turn the microphones on and you can speak to each other. Nice. So I actually had a rave where I just watched a film on Netflix with someone and we, and, you know, we were chatting away, watching a movie. And then we kind of turned off the chat and just started messaging so we could focus on the movie. We actually watched that movie you recommended, the um, the platform. Oh, it's good, isn't it? What do you think about oh, it? Oh, mate, that was serious, bro. It's, it's messed up, isn't it? Serious film, yeah. That was nice. Yeah, that, that app sounds dope. That app sounds dope. Rave, it's called Rave. You can get that on... on uh, I know it's definitely on iOS. Uh, I'm not sure if you can get it on Android, but I'd recommend that uh, you know? for anyone. It's, it's great for sort of like linking up with people. yeah. Mm. And it could turn potentially could turn your sort of Netflix and chill to an OnlyFans account in it because if you're like watching a film with the birds and then you've got a rave and then two twos, two twos and that it starts developing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hopefully, but um, one and a two and a. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say or do and a? <laughs> yeah. So, so Cal's recommendation is the app Rave if people want to check it out to. Uh, uh, my don't you find though guys as well like as if you work all day in the screen so i'm at home so sometimes i've got mm. two laptops in front of me different things going on i've got my phone and then as soon as the day finishes the options are tv playstation read a book start to make a beat or on my phone and i'm thinking oh obviously go for a run and all that, but i'm thinking i've been on the i've been on these devices all day the last thing i want to do is sort of get on another take a break yeah so it's, it's important to sort of take a break. Um, this is real random, but um, I got like an adult colouring book and I'll spend like 20 minutes just like colouring in. And mm. it's, like, it's really good because it just means it's not it's nothing technical. There's no technology. There's no eye strain. Um, and it's really therapeutic. A couple of times I've actually been colouring in while I've been on the phone to people. And that works pretty well because I am still very present, but I'm not reading something or I'm not trying to like get the, the funny joke i'm just i'm just um coloring in 
Yeah, so that's something. For, that's something that other people can think about as well. Good for mindfulness. Do you do it with Mason as well? Do you let him colour it in, or has he got his own thing? Is I try to, in the lines? yeah, he's he's actually pretty good. Um, he's actually pretty good with colouring in. But again, he's just it depends on what mood he's in. Um, yeah, quarantine with quarantine with a little one. You just don't know what mood they're going to wake up in, um, mm. or, or or what time they're going to wake up. <laughs> Let's not forget that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting. But I think for me as well, the whole the whole kind of technology thing as well is like you said, when you've been on the when you've been on the screen all day, the last thing you want to do is spend lots of time on the screen again. So I think sometimes like even I've I've got pretty good eyesight, but I've been struggling and I've been getting like blurred vision and headaches. So I've had to kind of slow things down, actually slow my work down and okay. not be in front of my screen. Um so yeah, that's something I'm, I'm genuinely thinking about as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. People need to people need to break it up a bit. Um, um, right. I just want to quickly say about the, the adult coloring books. I heard a bit about that actually. It's um, like a, a sort of mental health benefit, mm. and um, apparently with those kind of things, it can really kind of help with sort of being calming and relaxing. Yeah. Um, I forget the whole science behind it. I read an article somewhere, but um, adult coloring books are supposed to be really big on helping with improving your mental health. So, yeah. Um, thanks for bringing that up, mate. I'm no sure worries. Listeners will appreciate that one stuff. Mm. No worries. Nice, nice. Right. To keep it going with the music. Um, so when I've been going out running, I've been able to listen to a lot of new music. So that's why I was able to sort of check out the uh, K Night project, but also Smasher. So I don't know if you remember... Uh, smasher artist uh, from East London. He dropped yeah. a record with Louis White back in the day. Yeah. Uh, big record. But he's so he's dropped this uh, garage. It's a mix between garage and sort of him. Well, it's, it is garage. It's him rapping and singing, and he's got features from Two Ton, who's like a old school garage MC. He's got a, he's got a really good record where he's chopped up Mike Skinner from the Streets vocal. Um, and that is uh, Keep It Locked, I think it's called. So if you're into your garage uh, and your nostalgic era, as I know you two lads are because you're ravers as well, this is really worth worth a good listen. And this this guy is um, he's, he's kept going. Like, clear, great, great example of just don't give up, keep persevering, keep putting out content. And he's, he's dropped an album now, which is definitely a good project for the summer. Go on, smash it. Nice. I, I remember a story where he made an album with Kalashnikov and then um, there was there was some kind of drama that stopped that album coming out. Like, either, like, his studio got robbed and then that album was, you know what I mean, it was literally on the hard drive on the computer and that got robbed. <coughs> and it was something like that. And then, so, you know, like, for him, that would have been, like, you know, probably the most legendary artist he's worked himself to, to that date. To that yeah, point. yeah, have a yeah. Whole album with him. And then for Crash that would have probably been some of his best work because it was at the time when he was on fire. Yeah, he had a bit of a funny one, didn't he? Because he was like the saviour, not the saviour, but he was like, he was the best in the scene, hands down, Kalashnikov. And then even when he dropped that dub uh, where he had like, with, with Jama and he, he had Bigger Man do the beat and he was crossing over to like the early grime mm. and the rap lot, early 2000s. And then just, just nothing. Sort of like, yeah, Skinny Man as well. It's a shame. It's life, man. Life. Sometimes I think people, they they think like just because somebody raps like that's all that they do. But yeah, of course, these, yeah. These guys have jobs, man. These guys have you know personal lives, and sometimes stuff stuff happens in life that takes you away from being able to do music, man. 
Mm. So, um, you know, shout out to, to Clash, shout out to, to Smasher. It's good to see that even after the setbacks, you know, I mean, he just keeps going and he keeps putting out that content, like you say, man. That's it, that's it, that's it. Well, someone who keeps on putting out content is man like Drake, this new project that he's dropped without any warning, just more more heat for your head top or whatever he says. Yeah. Um, this is, I was, it's okay. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got to say that with like a dodgy Jamaican accent or something. Like to, you, you know what I mean? You got to become Drake right now. Canadian, more Canadian <laughs> accent. But, uh, the dodgy uh, Canadian Jamaican inspired accent. From a from a from a half half Mark Jewish Mark half Jewish half. <laughs> um, what did you guys think about it, man? I wasn't. I mean, it's it's good. It's solid, but it's not amazing. It's like two or three tracks that really stand out. But other than that, I thought mm, this is just waiting for the waiting for the album, waiting for a bigger project to drop. It's just something to sort of get it out there. Man, I'm gonna, you're so gone. No, I'm gonna take it in a bit later on. Again, I haven't really been opening music as much as I want to be. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. TV's more been where, where I've been at. But I think this week I'm going to spend a bit more time on music catching up. I've got some new stuff I want to listen to anyway. So I'll, I'll put that on the list. I'm not the biggest Drake fan anyway. Um, I respect him for what he does. I think he's he's extremely good at what he does. But he's not really been someone who I, I run to listen to. But I will mm. listen to it. I will listen to it. Mm. Do you think I'm being too critical with it, Cal, the project? Yeah, I was going to say, man, you're like a, a typical Griselda type of fan now. And like it seems like you can't stand these Drake type of guys. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true, man. That's not no? true. No? Okay, okay. No, because okay. I liked... No, I don't think... Because I've, I've always had... Well, we, we, had this, we had this talk on the um, podcast before about having the balance of having like Kodak Black... So I used to li- I like Kodak I used to like Kodak Black's records and that's like semi ignorant. I mean, you did talk some sort of real shit in it, but you have got to have the balance in your music. But this thing, I, what I don't like, well, what I'm not a fan of is maybe the bounce, sort of the driving around music, the sort of uh, the Travis Scott type stuff. I just don't get, and I just don't like it. I just it's just whatever really. It just feels like throwaway, just quick five minutes. Um, when he's really in his bag, though, well, I really like Drake. It's like the early records, like the Deep Pockets record that he opens up in. I think that's really good. Mm. And uh, from Florida with Love was, I think, decent if I remember. And the Sanford record. So he's got he's got tunes on there. I like a bit more meaning from him, a bit more substance. Um, mm. When he's when he's doing the rapping, singing thing, when he's doing the whole just bouncing on it, it sounds good in the club. It sounds good in a car, but for me, I could take it or leave that. Because you've got to have the balance in it. You can't just all be like backpack rap and Griselda. You've got, to have a, you've got to have the mix. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I think he does that. I think he does that sort of... He does that better than anyone, really. He's but I, I think he's a very balanced artist, man. Um, on this project, I would say I, I wanted a little bit more rap. I thought there was there was quite a, quite a bit of singing. Um, uh, I don't think it's one of his best projects, but I like it, man. I think it's hard. And... Um, that when to say when I think that, like he gets into his bag with some rapidly rap and some lyrics on there. Yeah, I like the the feature from Givian on there. He's an artist I, I recently discovered this year, um, and um, like he's just got an amazing voice. He actually sounds like he's British, but he isn't. He's, he's from I think he's from California or something like that. Um, and um, yeah, I just gave it a one listen really. So I'm, when we, you know, when we when we finish recording, I'm gonna go right back to session in this album because I really like it, man. I, I don't, I don't know. It's just there's something. It's got a nice little ring to it, man. Yeah, I mean, it flows nicely. It's solid. 
and it'll get people, you know, it's good, it's good. It doesn't disappoint the Drake fans, but we wait for we wait for other stuff. I didn't I didn't get the what's his name? Playboy Carty. I couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying, man. That's just like not for me. But then it's not meant to be for me, you know. This yeah, I think we have to at times appreciate different artists and different genres and I mean, you know, I like Young Fug. I didn't really like that D4L record. I'm not the biggest future fan. So Jury's still out. Jury's still out. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to go for a run and listen to it and take it all in. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, I suppose if if you like Drake, then you're probably going to mostly like Future and, and, and Young Thug and Playboy Carti and these types of rappers. But if you're not the hugest Drake fan, then, you know, maybe just give this one a miss, you know? Mm, just skip for it. Just skip for it. Um, one person I want you guys to check out, and I think everyone listening should check it out as well, guy called George J-O-R-D-S from the UK um, I've been to a few of his shows I hosted at for Emerald Live and he's a really talented rapper really talented artist but he's dropped this um, it's just like a, it's like a film it's like four or five music videos in one in one release and it's okay. it's about 30 minutes long he's on Filthy um, Fellas isn't he? George is he? oh no yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, no I think you're thinking of uh George with a W. This is J O R D S. Yeah, no, no, no. I think it is. I think he's um. Is he a dark skin guy? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, okay. So he dropped this uh, this project called Almost an Adult, uh, which is down as down as like a film, and it's got uh, singles, halos, uh, Mrs. Chambers' kitchen, rose tinted glasses, and patterned, which is a real big record. The pattern one I really like, but it looks like it was shot. Doesn't look like it was shot in this country. Parts of it is is, is really really well produced, um, and it's just really nice to see a UK artist take a different direction rather than just drop your standard video, push it. He's he's put this all together as one, and it plays out like a little mini, little mini film, little mini documentary, or whatever, with with some personal footage of his family, and you get a good sense of the artist, and it shows he's, um, he's you know he's well versed in different styles. So it's, it's, it's a good watch. It's really well shot. I just want to big up George because he's a good guy. And check that out on YouTube, Almost an Adult. And uh, you'll be able to get the the projects via his website. So just check that out. Something different to watch. I think people got to come with different things like that. That's been good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, last up for music... We were talking about Bandcamp. I got a shout out, Duke84. Uh, I know you show sometimes, and he's you know good guy, great guy, great producer. He dropped a couple of his instrumentals that are available on Bandcamp. So if you're a DJ or producer and you want to check it out, go check out Duke84 with the Blacks. Uh, was it the Chalice instrumental? And um, Black Save, Black Save or Black Slave? I think Black Save. I want to say. So yeah, man, and I know Sunny Jim's got project as well and I've been playing that 50 pound zoo so big up big up Sonny Jim smoking a 50 pound zoo hey there's been quite a few more new releases though um so you know we could touch on what's a new release oh, uh, oh then I got it wrong I got it wrong. I got to say Duke oh. 4 sorry Black uh, Black Savage sorry my bad Chalice and Black Savage big up him because you got to check him out top producer yeah right just had to correct myself no worries bro um, so yeah there's, there's been quite a few new releases uh, I've checked out the, the latest uh, ASAP 12 re-release which is called Before Noon um, so I'm, 
I'm a, I'm a huge fan of ASAP Mob, ASAP Rocky, and um, you know ASAP mm. Ferg. Um, and for me, twelve years after Rocky and Ferg, twelve years probably. Yeah, I agree. Um, but this project isn't probably isn't really that great. So uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave. I'm just gonna leave I love there. that. That was like the biggest build up, and then yeah, <laughs> it's dead. Nah, I'm a there. big. I like Rocky. Rocky's my guy, and like you said, Ferg. Ferg's hard on a couple of tunes. So who's who's the better of the two? Ferg's a better rapper in it than than Rocky. <sighs> See, the thing is, it depends on it depends on what mood Rocky's in. If Rocky wants to spit, he's he like he can spit, but. He's been more on this experimental stuff recently. He's gone real artistic with it. Yeah, like I still would, Fergenstein is more. He more just keeps it like some Harlem street rap, really, don't he? I'd still, I'd still say that I think Thingy's better as a, as a spitter, but it's, it's if he wants to be better. Who Thingy? Um, Ace Rocky. Rocky, Rocky's yeah, I think Rocky's better. I think Rocky's better. I think Rock's got the swag, but when it comes to like big records and flipping the flows, it's Ferg. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. From what I've heard. I do like Rocky as a rapper, man. I think, like, yeah, I'm from a big his, fan. Yeah, he, he, is sick. he is he sick. came through. He, he was definitely one of the best. Um, so I think he kind of came through with that generation of uh, sort of like Kendrick, um, Schoolboy Q. Mm. Um, but he's not on their level, though. Action, action Bronson. He's not on their no, level. No, but, but that, that kind of generation of Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I think he's of the best of that generation. Really? Well, I think there's loads of rappers that would have come out around that time, isn't it? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's 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 probably a top a top ten rapper of, of I like, can put I can put him like, as school school schoolboy in in a in a bag. He's not Kendrick, he's not that, but I think him and Schoolboy could think his album um at Long Last ASAP was my favourite album of 2015. Absolutely loved that album and I think it was really underrated. So if you got if you got back to that level, then I then I'd I'd, I'd rate him. His last What's the album, first mixtape he did, the first mixtape where he was doing all the chop the chopped and screwed stuff, and that's when he um, when he really blew on the scene. With the mob or or his solo? You mean? No, just his own. Um, uh, oh yeah, uh, live love ASAP. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, no. So at so at at long last is the third one. There's oh, I've I've got them somewhere actually. Um, yeah, so this but, yeah. is when he, this is when he, he he blew in like 2011, and that's that, that that's what got me into him. But mm. I think Schoolboy is 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 a bit, well for me. I I'd rather listen to Schoolboy Q than than ASAP. I think he's better, and just all round just yeah. Q's yeah. Sick. yeah. Uh, but no, um, yeah, big up big up the ASAP mob. Well, yeah, it's it's a uh, I guess it's um. It kind of tells you everything you need to know about ASAP Tolby when we talk about his album, but we end up talking about Rocky Boy. We talk about him and his album. So moving on, uh, there's actually been a new release from Be Real of Cypress Hill fame. Um, he's put something out with a guy called Burner, and um, I really like it, man. It's it's like a mixtape, yeah. Every track, almost every track, has got a feature on it. It's 15 tracks, and um, he's got his boy Demrick from Serial Killers on there. Demrick and Exhibit both from Serial Killers. Dave Easter's on there. Ty Dollar Sign, Wiz Khalifa, Rick mm. Ross, like Everlast. He brought back Everlast from House of Pain. Um, obviously, because B Real is an old school man like that from that kind of era. So, yeah, I, I think that's worth a, that's worth a listen because they've kind of done. Burner seems like he's more of a new school kind of kind of guy, and B Real being the old school guy, they've kind of merged the old to the new. And you can hear the same with the production as well. 
So um, like hearing uh, be real over like trap beats and stuff like that, it's, it's kind of dope, man. Like it's called Los Meros. That um, that burner guy is like a massive, massive weed advocate, and he's got his own. I think he invented the cookie strain, and he's a massive like. Oh wow. He's he's a massive, massive, massive figure in like the cannabis industry in America, um, and he generates like he, he he makes up strains, and he's like the official weed man for like Wiz and Snoop and all these people, and he's really taken. He's he's a fascinating guy, really. I think he's from San Diego or the West somewhere, but you watch his interviews, and he, he the way he talks about weed is the way people like talk about vintage whiskeys and wines. He really <laughs> he's a connoisseur. Bruv, he's a like even if you didn't smoke after watching the documentary, you'd be like, yeah, I wanna, I wanna taste the smoke a bong or smoke a zoot with this guy because he's proper like um, creative and positive with it. He's not just like a stoner. I mean, he's a stoner and like currency is, you know, currency is a stoner, but he's productive with it and you can tell he loves it and he talks about different things. Where this guy is, is deep with it, so it'd be interesting to see the project with him and be real. The original blazer from Cypress Hill. Um, just off that, I don't know if you saw, I know you've got other music maybe, but there's a Netflix documentary with uh, Mr. Cartoon, who's the tattoo artist with Cypress Hill and other people. And um, and a guy, Est- uh, Estevan Oriol, who basically is called LA Originals. Um, LA they've... Originals, yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Yeah. Oh, bruv, if you watch one thing today or this week, that is one of the best. <laughs> hip-hop documentaries i have seen in a very long time wow it's it's absolutely amazing so basically cartoon mr cartoon is a tattoo artist and just uh just general graffiti artist and then um the other guy was a photographer and cameraman and film you know directed videos and stuff and he's just documenting their lives in la during like the early 90s to the early to mid 2000s it's got everyone there being tattooed it's really good soundtrack really well shot so that is that is the thumbs up that is that is one of the best things and when you're talking about cypress hill that's what made me think about it and the original so definitely and it's got mugs on there it's got soul assassins it's got alchemists so you know you know i was bang on that shit so come on man that's that looks like quality viewing i've been meaning to watch that and uh maybe if you listen to this uh lost mirrors you'll like that as well Mm-hmm. Um, but you was just talking about stoners like currency and stuff like that and uh, Wiz Khalifa put out a new project as well called The Saga of Wiz Khalifa I'm just going to fly through that you know there's a nice track with Logic on there but uh, in general I'm not the biggest Wiz Khalifa fan but uh, I do appreciate what he does and uh, I, I thought that was alright that was like a two and a half pint uh, project for me <laughs> oh yeah we were giving out pints weren't we I've got to go back and give the things pints Seven uh, seven tracks on that, so it's more of an EP than uh, an LP. Nice, nice, uh, nice. Rather rugged man drops something with a little bit of ribbity ribbity rapidly 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 rapping. Uh, R A. So that's all my heroes are dead. Um, long full length project, twenty two tracks. He's got you know if you're an underground rap fan, you know what he does, and he works with Sean Price, Chuck D, Immortal mm. Technique, MOP. Afro, Ghostface Killer, those are the features on Jeez. his new album, All My Heroes Are Dead. Um, Thundercat, for me, this is my favorite recent release. Yeah, Thundercat is a guy who does a lot of production work behind the scenes. Um, he plays a lot of instruments. He works with uh, Flying Lotus and Kendrick Lamar and artists of that uh, nature. I think he's actually signed to uh, Flying Lotus's label, Brain Feeder. 
and he he sings and he plays instruments and he produces and and when you listen to his music you'll probably think oh i've heard that style before because he's been in the background doing stuff with other artists and um his solo stuff is, is i think is really underrated man and i really like this project it have is you, what it is have you seen the the, the dragon ball do rag video that he did a couple of months ago yeah where he's wearing that stupid wig <laughs> he's still wearing a wig. No, he's just got he's like oh the plaits. Yeah, no, his hair's like that. He's just got a do rag, and he's no, he's not got a wig. I don't think. No, no, he's wearing plaits. It's, it's no, it's not a wig. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, definitely check out Thundercats. So some was it Soul Funk? Would you say? Um, yeah, I, yeah, you could you could say something like that. It's like, it's, but it's like it's it's got his own kind of like twist on it. Funky soul, soul, soulful funk. I don't know what it is, man. But it's Thundercat and it's dope. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Um, Couple more to fly through before before I cut this. Uh, go for it. Uh, Mob Deep released a 25th anniversary uh, version of their classic album, The Infamous. Um, imagine that. That's been out for 25 years, bro. Does that make you feel old? Makes me feel really old. The Infamous. Uh, so there's a, there's a few... Instrumentals on there and uh, a couple of tracks that weren't on the original. Um, and uh, Run the Jewels put out a new single called Ooh La La, uh, produced by DJ Premier. Uh, that's there's, there's a cool video for that if you guys want to check that out. I really like that song, man. I'm gonna go ahead and give that like four pints, man. It's a solid record. Um, last two projects, um, John Connor put out SOS. So John Connor again is another one of these ribbity ribbity rappity rappers. <laughs> he's got a he's got a feature from Afro on there, just like Rather Rugged Man did. And um he's also got uh, he's got a hard like um posse cut on there with um who's on there? Like immortal te- not immortal technique, uh terminology and like look, there's loads of rappers on there. Uh Afro's on it and um the guy from uh, the battle rapper, Daylight. Oh, sick. Six. Um, six. But um, actually, I think my favorite rap project right now is Sky Zoo and Dumbo Station, The Bluest Note. Mm, that's, that's proper rap music there, boy, with Sky Zoo. Oh, it's really, it's, it's a real, uh, it's really on, heavy on the jazz side of the hip hop spectrum. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I was really into jazz when I was a youngster. So this one resonates with me heavy, man. Um, ain't nothing like the sound of a trumpet or a saxophone, man. Just this beautiful music. And uh, yeah. Sky Zoo is a dope rapper over that kind of instrumentation as well, man. Sick. Nice, nice. Sky Zoo and Dumbo Station. Go get that. Into jazz. Um, pick up. Um, there's one project that we didn't talk about because I think it dropped the other week. Uh, and it, this has been in my rotation every day, which probably shows that I'm even a big Griselda fan, is the Pray for Paris, the uh, West Side Gun album. And that is album of the year so far, or one of the albums of the year so far. It's fucking ridiculous. So uh, check that out. Westside Gun Paper Pace. You probably already heard if you listen to us. Fox with Griselda. Um, the recap. Check out all the artists that we spoke about, even if it's just streaming or you're buying or don't bootleg. Yeah. Go on, don't bootleg. <laughs> I've bootlegged before. <laughs> it all got to be done, right? Um, so, Cal, what's your what's your project? You said the Skazoo one, yeah. Yeah, for me, um, I'm not as much into Griselda as yourself, 
Um, I prefer, I much prefer this type of um, of hip hop personally. Mm-hmm. Um, Sky Zoo and Dumbo Station, the bluest note. It's it's just dropped and 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 I think it's absolutely amazing. Man. Nice, but nice. For me, Skazu is definitely one of one of the best of the, of of his generation. Yeah, wicked. And I'm recommending. Uh, got a recommended Taylor for any you know, so lad. Garbage day. Go check that out. It's a nice mix of UK and US artists. And I've got to check. Big uh, got smash up with the garage vibe. So flying the flag for for Blighty and providing all the vibes. Right, TV, television, Ash, this is your chance to, to keep knock the ball out on the wing and stretch your legs. You're quiet on the music yeah. front. This is the quietest you've ever been, man. You know, I just haven't listened to anything. It's just, it's, it is. But you know what? I'll hopefully try and make it up um, oh, with TV because yeah. I have actually been all over TV. You're into um, you're into different music as well, which is good. I know you sent us some Bashman, was it Bashman or Soka? Some... Bashment link oh yeah, DJ. yeah, yeah! I sent you a DJ with a couple of the tunes that's coming up. Um, yeah. Quickly talking on music though, so um, No Signal Radio have been doing ten v tens, and shout out to um, Seth Combo who's been on before. You know him; he's a friend of the show. Um, he kind of put me put me onto that. So the music I have been listening to has been more kind of like old school nostalgic stuff, but it's been pretty dope. So. Some of the um, battles that have taken place are the following. So we've had Jay-Z versus Kanye. Um, and how it works is, so two, one person represents um, um, the artist and they have 15 songs to pick from, but it's like a 10 v 10. So, so you name your 15 songs. And then once you've named your 15 songs, you've then got to pick that 10 to kind of clash them. So we've had, we've had Jay-Z versus Kanye, Giggs vs. Skepta, Sean Paul vs. Movado, Nicki Minaj vs. Little Kim, 50 vs. Ja Rule, Ludacris vs. Nelly, Jay Huss vs. Kojo Funds. Um, one a battle that I particularly liked was Missy Elliott against Buster Rams. Um, but mm. the, 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 the girl who was doing Missy, she dropped a bag, man. Like, she didn't play All in My Grill. Like, like complete banger. Um, and what's interesting is, so, like, instance, Say, like, I was the, the host and it was Ben against Cal. Ben, you'd go first. Then Cal has two tunes. So, like, one tune for, for round one. And then mm. if, he, if he ends round one, he's got to start round two. So sometimes you can feel like, I'm going to put a big banger out early or do I hold that back as, like, a bit of a clap back? So there's definitely, like, some skill needed and kind of how you deliver the tune, how you introduce the track. Um, but yeah, it's really good. So that's been a yeah. lot of the music that I've been listening to, kind of more old school stuff. Now that's a good shout because that was um, that was <clears> to sort of com- that was to accompany the Insta live battles that everyone was doing. Yeah, like the Babyface um, and the Teddy Riley or the you know the different people. But we had um, so we had Seth. You said you had uh, we had Seth Combo on the yeah. on the football podcast, and he was on TV. Mm. We also had uh, Nashi from um, Munch Club TV. He did the okay. gigs. He did the gig Skepta one. Um, yeah, I haven't listened so, to that one yet, but I'm getting through them. But they're so really this is good. Go, this is go through then, like Cal, Ash, and myself will just mm-hmm. say like one word answer. So Jay Z versus Kanye. Jay for me. Cal. Sorry, man. Um, I didn't watch the battle. No, 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 no. Just a preference. Who, who, like, who would you? Who would you pick? I mean, I, I, if we're talking rappers, come on, man. It's got to be Jay. For records, though, for like 10... They said tunes, though. It's their tunes. It's 10 tunes. That makes you more political. 
Um, but I mean, Jay Z is definitely a better rapper. Obviously, Kanye being a producer, so uh, it's just it's a tough one for me, man. Um, but Jay Z, I mean, Kanye, man, he's just got bigger records, hasn't he? Interesting. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm just gonna go Jay, just just narrowly though, because of the. Yeah, but Kanye, yeah, Kanye, oh, yeah, draw. Desmond Tutu. I, I don't know, man. Jesus <laughs> Thing is, like, he, he made Jesus walks. He's never going to hell. <laughs> you know what's, what's what's hard about Jay and Kanye? Um, and we'll get onto it a bit later on because I think I may put that poll up on what I've been doing on my Instagram. Mm. Is like you said, there's there's certain tracks that Kanye has done and created, and actually he's created a lot of big tunes for Jay. And then even if you think about what they've done on the Watch the Throne tour, the, the, the synergy with, between the two of them is really, really big. So yeah. some of Jay's biggest tracks have been produced by Kanye. So he, actually, he he's, a, yeah, he's had a yeah. hand in some of the tunes that probably you, you put in a clash. Mm-hmm. So, wow. does, so, does, so does that give him more credence? Because not only has he, he's probably spat on a couple of them, he's also produced some of them. Mm. It's, Possibly. It's difficult. But, then, but Jay's... Jay's... Jay's some of Kanye's biggest records. Jay's verse on it is yeah. made it bigger, like Diamonds Are Forever remix. Yeah, um, it's techy. It's techy. Yeah. That, so and then we got Gigs versus Skepta. Yeah, that was a Hard. good one. Uh, I'm gonna say Skep just for records. Although Gigs has got like um, Whipping Excursion. I think Gigs plays Whipping Excursion against anyone. It's a shutdown. But and you got Talking Hardest. Um, yeah, but he's only got what, Black Bandana Town, Black Bandana Town as well. Skepta's got that's not his record. Down, that's not his record. That London Town is it? That's the other no, guy. No, Black Bandana Town. So this oh, is his sorry, first. Sorry. His first uh, mixtape. Oh, you're going, you're going, you're going proper grease there, man. Hey, that is my. That's probably my favorite um, gigs tune. I love that tune. So I'd, I'd go for gigs on that one personally. I think Skepta's got shut down. I think if he drops that, that's going to duffy a lot of people. Um, and uh, Skepta's got a lot of bangers, man. Like mm-hmm. that, that whole Konichiwa album, everything bangs. Yeah, um, you love that album, yeah. Yeah, you know, no, Skep. Uh, for me, it's got to be Skeppy, man. I think Giggs has got bangers, but I think Skep Skepta's got. I, I think, like we said before, like Gig. I've said before that Giggs, and this is maybe critical, mm-hmm. but Giggs is only as good as the beat is because of the way he raps. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, only yeah, just yeah. recently, he's only just recently <clears throat> switched it up. Like when he was on like Man Don't Care and when he's on Free Wheel Ups, um, he's gone I sick. Just, I was specifically thinking of Free Wheel Ups when you said that. Yeah, Free Wheel Ups is hard. Yeah, yeah, hard. yeah, yeah. But that's like a Kano record, isn't it? So that, that mm. don't count. No, no, no. Yeah. So, so, so in the battle, there's two rounds where they feature. So you've got oh, feature rounds so that you can actually put some, some of their features in there as well. Oh, um, that makes it even harder then. I'd probably yeah. be gigs. Mm. Cause I've got. I remember one gigs freestyle we did hard in the paint. You remember the wacker flocker? I go hard. Yeah, yeah. I got a gigs freestyle that is just like, pff, just you just crash your car. You drive you drive your car into a fucking crowd of people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, the views shared by Ben are for Ben and Ben alone, and not the views, <laughs> and not the views of the Beer Rapping Banner podcast. <laughs> not drive your car into a crowd of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you, know, you know, you know them certain records that just make you go just. Start driving. Spaz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that 10v10, I'm definitely going to check it out. There's some really good ones. ones. Well, I'll tell you what papers. we should do. Like, we should definitely, because like, we're going to do a couple more, um, we can look to do like our ones. So we can go through them and maybe like do a little bit of a research and think about what we would, who we would go for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. 
you want to do you want to do you want to use this time to do your poll quickly with us? Yeah. So just then with TV. Yeah. So one of the things that I've been doing as well is just to kind of putting a couple of things up against each other and some of it's like really light-hearted some of it's quite jovial but some of it is stuff that I've really thought about for ages and not been sure about <laughs> so um off the back of our, our our pod two weeks ago with Anika a question came up about um Robert De Niro versus Al, pa- Al Pacino and that mm. kind of was the inspiration for this so um we'll, yeah so we'll start with that one if you had to choose one of Robert De Niro or Al Pacino who would you pick? See, I think I originally clicked on your Instagram. I went Pacino, mm. um, but having uh, having gone back, I might I might have to switch it to De Niro just to thinking like some of the some of the big films. Cal, you saying? It's tough, man. But I think I'm a De Niro man, you know. But but ah, oh, I don't know because Scarface is that's one of those movies that has that has really had a huge impact on culture man Ooh. and that's Pacino um and I, I I'm just I'm struggling to find another De Niro movie that has had as big of an impact on culture as Scarface has um, the way I look at it is I look at it almost like De Niro has great cast and excels whereas with Pacino he's normally just the waviest person in the film so a little bit like Pele and Maradona if that so, makes sense. So Pacino just comes through with the swag. Yeah, right? like doing up like Maradona, just like a one-man band, but just his mm. films, he's just so elite that he brings the film up. I, I personally went for um, Pacino. Um, yeah, so that's one. So I'll, I'll run through some more of them. So Nike or Adidas? Woo, Nike for me. I'll say it quick. Yeah, Nike. Yeah, I just got to think Nike just in terms of um, everything with, the, with Jordans over the years, mm. the Air Maxes, the history of the Maxes <clears throat> in this country, um, their clothes for like football kits, Arsenal, um, yeah. the tracksuits. Although Adidas don't ramp with Adidas, I don't know. Adidas tracksuits, it's a, on tracksuits, mm. I think it's 50 50. I think shoes, kicks, 100% Nike. I think, I think in pop culture nowadays, where, where Nike have got Virgil Abloh did the off white, mm. they went. They went clear and the Yeezy. I mean, the Yeezy trainers are, are dead. Their butters, a lot of them are so dead. But just the fact that it's his name, and it's a it's, it's a hype. So yeah. he's pulled them in. But the fact Nike have got like LeBron James. They had Jordan. It's it's Nike for the clear win. The clear okay. W. All right. Um, and so, also, uh, like Frank Ocean said, bitches love Nike. <laughs> <laughs> Um, onto onto music then. Um, Soka or Bashman? Neither Bashman, but <laughs> I said neither. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All the Trinis and everyone out there, but Soka, not for me, mate. Bashman, hey, I'm, I'm with you. Bashman, not... maybe. Bashman, maybe. But no, nah, Bashman. Bashman slaps. Soka. Yeah, Bashman. Cal. Yeah. Boy, I mean, there ain't nothing like shaking your leg at the carnival, you know. But to me, that's the only time I ever hear soca. Um, bashment is something like I could be in the barbers and and then could be playing a little bashment, or um, if I went to a rave, like like you know, they might be dropping bashment more than they would be dropping soca. Mm. Uh, so I think if I'm going with bashment, I think it's 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 more prevalent in my life. Yes, yeah, and it's cross, is, cross genres as well, isn't it? We used into grime and rap and everything. Yeah, else. yeah, yeah, yeah. Spitters like you like so. Vince is like I know vibes. I know like, we spoke about Chip. Chip's done a couple of things with like Movado, 
um, mm. and those kinds of guys. So yeah, I think it kind of, it kind of influences the music that we prefer. Those bit. records, those records have made those are timeless records. You know, mm. you you know you you know you you get you get one or two that are timeless. Like Skep's got the Wizkid one, the the Energy one, and Chip's got the one with Movado, and uh, has he got one with Popcorn? Popcorn, maybe. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. These, these are records that are, will go around the world and just go through areas. So yeah, that's. Yeah, so Bash, Bashman over Soka all day. All right, this can one's you guys an interesting even name one. Name ten Soka artists because I don't think I can even name one. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> and the the funny thing is, I'm half Dominican, so this is like my culture. But yeah, I'm just. Do you know what you, like when people listen to this, they're going to be sending for me. Oh my gosh! But you know what? I've got broad shoulders. I'll take it. I'll take it. This one, this one's, this one's quite interesting. Um, so, when you make cereal, do you put the cereal in first or the milk first? Uh, if, if anyone's answering the other way, they just need to lock off their podcast and just go home and just... It, there's only one way to do cereal. So, you're saying cereal first? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm milk first. Oh, get out of here, well, man. Oh, is, that, is, is it done? Oh, all right. You know what, BRB's been real. I've enjoyed my time. <laughs> no, that... seriously, milk first. So what you do is you put the milk first, and then you take the then you take the the cereal with you, and then you just put as much as you want. It what means do you mean that take the cereal, the cereal with you. Where, where else are you going to take the cereal? No. First? So so for instance, you you put this. So you put as much cereal in, and then you put the milk, and then you've got to like shut the fridge and, and go with it. Whereas I take the box with me, so I'm consistently adding cereal. So a little bit of cereal with the milk, a little bit of cereal with the milk. So are you saying sense. it's more strategic putting yeah. the milk in first? Yeah. Because you're 100%. now saying, okay, I want this much milk and now yeah. I'd like, like, you can put a as much cereal, cereal as I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, no, because then your cereal's getting soggy. The first batch of cereal that you dropped in there and it's, nah, man. No, it's not. How's it getting soggy? Because you're going to, because you're, because you're adding more as you go yeah, on. Yeah, the, the, no, 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 the cereal no, is going to no, be at the no, bottom and the crispy ones are going to be on the top. That's no, I'm that's, the po- that's the point. So because I've got the milk there, I put the crispy ones in. I eat that. Then when I finish that, I put more crispy stuff in. So my my cereal stays crispier for longer. What? How many what? bowls? Of cereal, how many Wait. bowls of cereal are you having? It depends. I love cereal, so multiple bit. bowls. Are you sort of? Are you saying you're eating one serving and then you're having another serving? Yeah, just with the same milk. So oh. I have the milk there. I have the milk there. I put a, a bit some cereal in. Then once I finish that bit, I put some more in, and then once the milk's done, then I'm done. The only time that's acceptable is the second round of cereal. When you put the cereal in, then milk, yeah, and yeah. You've, you've but you've boxed off the cereal, you've only got like a bit of milk left. Mm. Then you put on some. Then you, you you've only got a bit of milk left, and either you can drink the milk at normal, which everyone would do, um, or you just add a bit more cereal on top, and then. So so all I've done is I've done the second part just at the start. That's all it is. Yeah, but that's no, the wrong but it's part. Like, that's, but that's, that's not <laughs> mandatory. Like, I think nine times out of ten... It's mandatory, you know. Nine, t- nine times out of ten, yeah, if I'm going to have some cereal, what I'm going to yeah. do is I'm going to have one bowl of cereal. I put my cereal okay. in, I put the milk on top, and then I eat it, and I'm done. But what you're saying is you're having, like, a free-course breakfast with... No, 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 no. Cool. I'm having, that like a bit. So, like, I'll have a bit of cereal in there. Oh, uh, you think... You then think then, you know someone. You think you know someone. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they let you down. <laughs> now, nah, listen, this makes perfect sense to me. And actually, when I spoke, like, a lot of people went for cereal, but all the other people who didn't said, no, nah, this makes sense. And then, obviously, if you're going to, like, say, heat up the milk first, you can't heat up with the cereal in there. So if you want your cereal to be hot, then you have to obviously heat the milk up first. 
true. So that's what I'm saying. You guys are rubbishing it a bit too quickly. I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate this. Don't appreciate the energy that I got off for that one. Anyway, it's, let's it, it, let's it, move on before the beef kicks off. Oh, this one will create beef. Uh, this one will create beef. So when it comes to pl- right, I'm gonna kind of give give away my answer. When it comes to planting, how do you pronounce it? The Caribbean way of planting or the African way of planting? Well, Cal's going to say, well, go on, yeah. I know what I'm going to say. Because... Yeah, obviously coming from uh, African parents. It's, it's plantain. It's not okay. a tin. We don't eat metal. It's not tin. Eh? So, let me ask, okay. so hold on. Let me ask this question. Do you say mountain as well? It's mountain. It's not, really? it's not, a, it's okay. not a mountain. So, so, it's a so, mountain. Okay, so you also drink from a fountain. Why do you guys always try and be uh, silly like that? The English no, language the has words that are not pronounced properly in there. Exactly my point. So this is plantain. Anyway, hold on, hold on. So it's one one. Ben, what are you saying? What, what do you What do you think I'd say? I'm going to say plantain in it, just because what I've been exposed to. Boom. He's, there he, you go. He, he's more moved among the. Uh, Caribbean community. <laughs> I've more moved among the African community. I never forget. I was thinking about this the other one. day, you know, when um, cause I'm ne- it popped into my head randomly. Like the first time I had it, this girl that I was like the first ever proper girlfriend at school, her mum made it for us for like breakfast one time. Mm. And I was just like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> my eyes lit up. It's like a, a 14 year old boy, a 15 year old boy. My eyes lit up thinking, what is this fried bit of. Banana, go and Gold. say it. <laughs> yeah, it's a banana, basically. I don't know why you two are arguing. This is a banana, <laughs> <isn't> it, mate. <laughs> that's what you should have. That's what you should have had in your poll: plantain, plantain, or banana, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a donut. Um, plantain, yeah. Plantain. All right, cool. Staying on the food theme: um, pancakes or waffles? Oh, waffles. It, because they're stodgy if you go like if you go creams or desserts or something and you get like mm. the big ice cream on the waffle with the syrup and the banana and all of that mm. waffle. you can have chicken and waffles as well if you want to go like America oh, so they yeah go. but you know that mild so, dutch they do savoury pancakes as well yeah I wasn't too and impressed they slap. that mild dutch thing was alright man mm. pancake day is pretty cool as well man mm. I think a mm. pancake is just a glorified chapati or roti well, with, I yeah, love a bit sweeter. It's a bit pancakes, a lot sweeter. Pancakes, pancakes on my chest. I do like um, chapati and roti as well. That's the thing, and it's all in the same ballpark. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. These these, oh, these are quite sexy. All right, wait. apple or orange juice? Apple. Oh, yeah, apple. Oh, apple. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever brushed your teeth first thing in the morning and then drunk juice straight off? Yeah, yeah, or oh. eating it. Yeah, mm. we used to get, we used to have warm apple juice growing up. What? Yeah. You, you want to talk about knowing me? I think that's, a, I think that's just maybe like a white thing with my mum and dad. They give me. You're moving mad, cuz. Warm apple juice. <laughs> what? You never had a warm ribena? No. What? Yeah. Warm, I've done warm, no, no. Warm ribena is the most beautiful thing on earth. I don't know yeah. why you have warm apple juice. I don't know. No, I I'll have to ask my mum. Oh, is, is it like cold oil? Like kind of like right? No, 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 no. Like Tesco brand apple juice that she just put in the microwave and heat it up. No, no, no. We didn't have like <laughs> microwaves back then. It was like what put it on the stove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh wow. It's different. What do you mean? Wow. To it's... quote to, to quote someone um a couple of minutes ago, you think you know someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's still not as techie. That's still Little not as... Did we know. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me no, let me get right. You're trying to tell me that me putting milk in the bowl first 
is is worse than warm apple juice. And not like warm, just come out the cupboard warm. Warm as in I'm putting it on the stove to add heat yeah, I don't, to it. I don't mean like boiling hot, like burn up your skin. Like, <laughs> but, no, but it's like a cup of tea, isn't it? Yeah, but how is that any different than warm Ribena? Very different. Ribena's not juice mm. juice. It's, it's like very different. It's, right. Yeah, it's dilute, so you just add something into it. Plus, you know that like, all of those Twinings um, infused teas? It's mm. the same as that, so mm, good, yeah, that's a good point. I'm gonna say it's I'm like gonna a herbal say, tea, isn't it? It's like yeah, tea. I'm gonna say apple juice. If I go to a restaurant and I want or a refreshing drink, I'm gonna go apple apple juice. I think. Yeah, it's a bit more grown up. I order an apple juice much more. I don't really drink orange juice that often. Uh, uh, I'm orange, like, but I do. I actually squeeze oranges every morning. Oh, that's uh, great. One, yeah, one of my five a day. So okay, I have to do that. Um, Mario or Sonic? Mario. Mario. Only because only because I didn't have a Mega Drive or a SNES. Or SNES, SNES hit Nintendo head. So. Oh, right, uh, Sega. And it can I do more. Well, the games are better as well. It's just better, isn't it? Just Sonic's went up and like just forward and back, and I think Mario was a bit more. more yeah, Mario. Uh, you know what? You know what sold it for Mario for me is the Game Boy. So Super Mario Land on the Game Boy, and yeah. then obviously Mario Kart. They, oh, Mario like, Kart. Yeah, Mario like Kart is elite, elite shit. So yeah, yeah. you can't beat that. All right, and two also, more. Italian plumber. The film's better as well, isn't it? Like the with uh, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> You're a joker. <laughs> no, but there's a new Sonic film out at the moment, isn't it? With um Jim Carrey in it. But yeah. apparently it's dead, though. Dead. Of course, of course, it'd be dead. Right, there's a whole lot of quickly. outrage about the way Sonic looked as well. It looks like a werewolf or something. <laughs> All right, two two more quickly, and then it will segue into what we're going to speak about next: sweets or chocolate. Sweets or chocolate. Chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Chocolate oh, without a doubt. What do you mean? I don't eat sweets, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sweets is me. Sweets oh, is what, me. Like that, the Harry Bow. No, seriously, Harry Bow, I would clap a whole packet in like five minutes. Do you know what? The, the, you can eat more sweets than chocolate because they're moreish. Mm. If you eat like bare chocolate, you just feel sick. Yeah, you feel sick. Mm. Yeah, bloated. But no, nah, chocolate all day, bro. Come on, chocolate. It was used as currency. I might just make a cup of tea and have a chocolate biscuit, you know what I mean? Ooh, oh, I beasted up uh, a whole packet of biscuits last night, like such a fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you see, we had, um, we, me, me and my friends, we had like a, we had a biscuit, just to detract what you're saying, we had like a biscuit world cup, like a biscuit, um, like uh, elimination of which biscuit plays which biscuit, one through eight, and then I had to do a draw and I put all the names in a hat, pulled them out, and we had to discuss which biscuit came out on top. Who won, it? Who won the Biscuit World Cup? I think it was the. I think it was the. It was either the. If I remember rightly, it was either the chocolate digestive or the chocolate hobnob. I think it was the. Oh, hob- that's a great idea. I think it was. Yeah, so we'd have to do something like that. But Cookie was close. But, but wait, 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 wait. Are you saying in the final of the Biscuit World Cup, both of the biscuits in the final were chocolate biscuits? No, this is this is this is the final that everyone wanted to see. That's oh, the, the final <laughs> that, that everyone been, wanted to see. What was the actual been, final though? The cho- the two chocolate biscuits in the final would have been like Belgium versus France in the World Cup final, the team that mm. everyone wanted to see. Unfortunately, they played each other in the semi-finals. <laughs> oh, that's so. So sad. no, but you didn't you didn't you didn't know. So basically, we. We, we, I had a whiteboard because you know I got a mini whiteboard with school so basically I, we numbered all the biscuits from like one to eight in order of like so we had bourbons uh, um, uh, custard cream 
cookie, Maryland cookie. It had to be Maryland as well. Maryland yeah, cookie. Yeah, um, yeah, come on. Hop, and then we had like like the your, like your nan's biscuits in it, like your digestives and your rich teas, like only like biscuits that are just dead and plain that only your nan would have. Or... <laughs> rich teas. <laughs> rich teas, such a. Hey, such you know what's a good a good biscuit? Nice cream. Yeah. Yo. Nice cream is a good biscuit. That's under the radar, that is. Yeah, nice cream is a good biscuit. And then there was some controversy like Wagon Wheel or Jaffa. Dead. Or, or, uh, Wagon Wheels are disgusting. Jaffa's are, are, are fucked with, but Wagon is, is that is that even a biscuit, though? No, I think it's more like a bacon. cake. It's a cake. Yeah, it's a wild card. So listen, this is this is this is this is the conversation we can exploit on the next podcast and, and this yeah, let's go. now with content that's talking about biscuit <laughs> yeah, biscuits. But I still want to know who won the biscuit world cup though. This is oh, this is exciting to me now. <laughs> I think I said I said in it it was it was chocolate um I think it was chocolate hobnob or digest. No, I think the vote that was it. So it was basically me and Andrew was on the sofa doing like and it was me and a few of the other people and then we had a vote. And that's how the tea, the biscuit won. And I think it was the chocolate digestive one because the hobnob I voted for, but that's a bit too stodgy. And you could you could go through the digestive. So I think the universal favourite was the chocolate digestive. Yeah. Right. Sorry, what I, I meant was the, the, the two contestants in the final. And I think what you're saying oh, is chocolate was, digestive, that one. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, they did meet. Did they meet in the final? I can't remember, man. All these Zoom calls and everything's going into one. So <laughs> all you need to know is the chocolate digestive one. And some people agree. Some people won't agree. It's, a, good, it's a very good biscuit. Do you know what we need to have then? We need to have a crisps tournament. Oh, I know who's going to win already. No, who? Thai Chili Sensations. That's a what? strong contender for the title. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. It's up there. But Walker's... Anything Walkers is too oily and nah, you got you, Tyrell's Tyrell's Wait, got right there. Of, listen, salt and vinegar, Walkers crisps. No, mate, that will body most crisps. I prawn cocktail are good as well. No, no Walkers, come, come on, prawn cocktail are good crisp. You might as well just pour them, pour them prawn <laughs> crisps into your bowl of milk, bro. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Put hey, the listen, milk in first. Go have your hot, go have your hot apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> Move. All right, all right. The last one, um, and that will lead into what we, we were going to speak about next is um, box sets or movies. Oh, or that like TV or that like TV series movie. Yeah, I'm surprised. A lot of people have gone for box sets. It's um, easier to digest. But I, I don't know. I feel like the the feeling of a good movie mm. trumps as the feeling of a good box set. Because you have to see it as one box set is the equivalent to a movie, albeit mm. five or six hours longer, mm. and it has to it has to encompass everything in hour and a half, two hours. Exactly. And it's and also, um, you yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't really be let down. You can be let down at the end of a film, but you can be let down throughout episodes of box sets. If that mm. makes sense, like I don't know. Films I think TV time. shows can have a lot of filler in them. So, yeah. for example, if you watch a, a, a box set, there's, there's going to be a couple of hours worth of stuff you've seen that you just didn't need to see. Mm. But in yeah, a I movie, agree. there's going to be a lot less filler. Everything is going to be like kind of setting the scene and building up something that's going to happen. Um, they kind of have to do everything for a reason in a, in a film. Yeah. Sorry, in a movie versus in a... But this is um this is this is this is good Ash. This is good because because you yeah. could even be you could even throw it into sort of like. Well, all types of different conversations, isn't it? Yeah, no, it, it 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 proper pops off. So 
um, I'm going to keep doing them. And then the next time I do one, I've got some really juicy ones that are going to come up. Like one, one that I haven't done yet is um, pineapples on pizza. Yes or no? Mm, no. I, d- I don't mind. Pineapple's my favourite fruit, so I don't mind it. But mm, not really. That's I don't really want my pizza to be wet. That is egregious. That is one of the most disgusting things I've ever... Like, pineapple on pizza. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, you like it, Ash? Nah, I'm oh, against it, it, completely I, against it. Yeah, because I don't want my pizza to be, like, wet. You get that with pineapple. I love pineapple. Like, I could eat pineapple all day. Pineapple mm. juice, pineapple... Yeah, it's, you know. But, no, 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 no. What about... Yeah, what other juicy ones you got? Oh, I want to save them. Oh, them Do you get me? I've, I've, got, I've got the juiciest one. Tits or ass? I'm a breast man, but I rate asses. Is that it? Is that <laughs> it? Um, oh, bums all day. Bums all day. You don't have to answer that, Ash. We can. Nah, you, you, nah, you know what? Like, as a young buck, it was definitely, it was definitely breast. But. Oh, but we don't nah, want to. Fifty. Eat. I'm on the fence on that one. You know. I need, I need like both. Desmond, you both. can't be Desmond on that one, man. A hundred percent. There's the free free for I need to be. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to sit on the fence on that one. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, we want to include all our listeners and everyone checking it out. So um, feel free to hit us up at, at Beer Rap Yeah, let's do this. Uh, BeerRapMatGmail.com, at IngsLT. I've still got to talk about football, but I want to talk about the socials. Ash, what's your socials? Um... Ashman858 on Instagram. And Cal Serious at Cal Serious. Yeah, man. Just 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 do the at beer at Bants, really. You don't want to follow me on Instagram. Yeah, oh. you've, been doing, you've been doing your thing on Insta, man. I see you. you yeah, your lives. Your live recently. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so my dad passed away recently, and um it just kind of came I came to the realization that um thanks man i just came to the realization that both my parents are gone now and it's kind of like the end of an era so i kind of started trying to think about you know how i was raised and 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 the kind of things that i used to do when i was a kid what we used to do as a family who they wanted me to be stuff like that you know and then i just kind of thought you know what as an old to my parents i should just go ahead and read the bible Mm. um and then what i thought about doing was recording it but then I thought, while I'm recording it, why don't I just go live and just, just share it with people? Especially during this time where um, everyone can be a little bit sort of like nervous and paranoid, scared, and you know, during this pandemic. And they even just bored, like just not having anything to do. People just Ooh. like, um, will just want stuff to do. So I, 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 yeah, I just started sharing it. Um, if I guess if anybody is interested in, in the word, and uh, you're just going to see me reading the Bible on Instagram. Um, so, yeah, at CalSerious, K-A-L-S-E-R-E-O-U-S-Z. Um, yeah. Or if it's easier, just do at Beer at Bants, and then you'll probably see me linked in one of the posts on there somewhere, and you can just click on my name. You know? Nice, nice. And people will take solace and sort of comfort in, in watching it or knowing there is an option. I know lots of people have been doing some great videos and streaming content uh so cal I want to big you up for doing, yeah, for doing that and, keep, and keep doing it um 
Oh, big up uh, Ryan Nile, who we had on the football show as well. He's been doing some really good content, mm. like streaming every 8 p.m. Uh, every day. <clears throat> the Ryan Nile show, where, where key workers and other people can go and talk and just share their experiences. And I went on there the other day just about what makes me, what's bring me joy during the during the, uh, the quarantine and whatnot. So big up everyone involved. Right as we wrap this up, just talk about TV. Um, I've been watching Gangs of London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. Hold on, just before we move on, yeah. I didn't know you was on the Ryan Now show recently. No, no, no. I didn't go on like the show show. I went on, he went live. So he goes live eight o'clock every day, every evening. Oh, okay. I thought and you then, said he was on the show. Oh, so no, it's, it's, it's well, it's, it is his show, but it's been now condensed to a live uh, every day, if that makes sense, from Monday to Friday. So people can just go on, watch. And if they want to go live with him and share their experiences or whatever the topic is, so it might be um, what brings you joy, what are you doing for your mental health, what are you doing for your physical health, mm. uh, blah, 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 blah. So I was just making a cup of tea and I thought, let me go live and just chat to him and share the experiences. So I thought I'd shout him out. Why not? Why not? Shout out to Ryan. He's a good dude, man. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. Good footballer, good lads, all round top, top lad. Right, Gangs of London. Um, Amazing fight scenes, pretty full on. I haven't watched all of it. Um, it's it's looking good. It's looking positive. I should, I know you're, you're the verdict still out for you. So I've watched it. In terms of like combat and those scenes, yeah, I'm all for it. But when I actually think about the story and it it, it left a lot to be desired. I I, I enjoyed it. As, as a spectacle, I think it's it's really kind of like graphic and gruesome and to the point. And there are some good twists and turns, which I will not be um, kind of like spoiling or revealing here. Mm. But it just, I don't know, like for me, sometimes I don't like senseless violence. Like violence has to make sense for me. Um, and I think there's a certain scenes where they just got so much into their creative action bag, they kind of forgot about uh, actually tied it into a deep, like tied it in. In a necessary, in a necessary way, to it to actually be a, co- a coherent story. Um, yeah. But having said that, like the 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 actual scenes and how they chore- choreographed the fighting, and it is really really that it's high budget. It, it, it feels yeah. like watching a movie. Well, I was going to say that movie. it's because it's Sky. Mm. It's, it's it's high budget. Usually Sky Atlantic um, have the you know similar to HBO where it's sort of really glossy, but this. This has got some amazing scenes of London skylines and really well produced. Um, it's, it's, it's polished. It's clean. Uh, the, the, some of the acting's a bit suspect, and the and the, and the dialogue is yeah. a bit sus. And the main guy has got like a really posh accent, and he was in Peaky Blinders. So I don't really know. It's not that believable. I, I like the different gangs, like the Albanians, the, yeah. uh, the Gypsy Travelers, and then there's that African gang as well. I'm oh, not um, on there yet, but the Turkish. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the 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 violent scenes, like the fighting scenes, are full on. And when they're when they're killing the um the people in the uh, like the farm the farm bit because all the mm. cargo's gone missing. That's yeah, it's, it's 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 if you're if you're into stuff like that, you're gonna love it. Yeah, um, but I think if you actually want like a really deep story, you want a well a well written story, then yeah, you're not gonna. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I'm not really gonna um, enjoy it. What else? I've been uh, so I've been watching. I don't know how to pronounce this. I don't know if it's called Black 
black as fuck or black AF. So I'm gonna say black as fuck. Um, yes, black AF. I think that's what it's that's what it stands for. Yeah. Um, I've watched one episode. I think it's absolute trash. I'm gonna watch a second one just to make sure because I don't like to be that person who's like, oh, watch ten seconds. Oh, it's the worst show in the world. I'm gonna watch a second episode, but I've really struggled with it because yeah. I I quite like Blackish, which is the Anthony the, the Anthony um, Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross one. Um, I've watched all the seasons for that, mm. but the other stuff, yeah, I've really that that black that black as um, black AF. I've really struggled with. So the guy, the guy behind it, the guy that's like written it and put it together, the Kenya Barris, he wrote mm. and put together Blackish and Mixedish mm. and Girls yeah. Trip. And so, um, do you know what? First episode is you're a bit like, is this funny? Is it not? Or is it like, mm. am I not getting the humour? Stick with it because the third or fourth episode are are really good. And what what I like about it is not only is like the comedy clever, like with the awkward sort of the awkward. Um, Kirby enthusiasm sort of mm. looks to the camera and, and, and the things that aren't said, but sometimes some of the messages it portrays are quite deep, sort of like mm. the, there's a really interesting one about the concept of the, the black dad in America. Mm. And there was, there was one about uh, girls being overly, overly sexualized at a young age. So they, they, he drops, he manages to drop in some really poignant and important things into the story and make light of it. And, it's well put together. So it is, okay. it is funny. Stick with it. Okay. Um, you're not going to be rolling around on the floor, pissing yourself, but there are definitely some scenes that you think, yeah, this is, this is good. Like it's funny. Mm. So it's, it's worth checking. Okay. It's, it's quite lighthearted. Um, so yeah, big up black AF as well. It's, it's decent. It's decent. Um, that's what I've got on my list other than the Jordan thing, but everyone's been banging on about Jordan. So I don't really want to talk about it. Cause... No, I, I think we have to, it's one of the, it's such a good doc, such a good documentary. Yeah, um, it is, it is, it is. Like, it's, it's proper cold. The way they've done it, the amount of, like, stuff that they had back in the day. And it's really weird because you kind of sometimes forget just how good some people were. Mm. And I think what's weird is, so when we look at kind of, like, football, you try and look at maybe, like, say, a Pele and a Maradona versus say, a Messi and a Cristiano Ronaldo now, and you talk about, like, how much the game's changed and move on, moved on. I do think basketball has moved on, but I think that the, the gap between what good basketball was back then to now is smaller than what good football is. So actually, when you do talk about the greats, I think the conversation is, it's a little bit easier to have. I mean, it's, it's, an, have you seen it, Cal? Cause I know you're just conscious of getting you involved in the convo. No, I can't. I'm, I'm actually just listening. I'm, I'm oh, actually, oh, sorry. My bad. My bad. My so IMDb, IMDB app, looking everything saying? up. Um, I was just looking up Blackish because I was thinking that that's quite a popular show that I've heard mm. referenced loads of times, but I've never actually watched mm, it. Mm, mm. Um, nice. It's good. And it's it's good. got it's got the uh, Anthony Anderson in it. He's mm-hmm. quite a famous face. Um, I think with the sorry, go on. And um, no, uh, it's like these are all shows that I'm aware of that are very popular right now. Like uh, the London Gangs one. That's uh, what is it called? Gangs of London. Gangs of London. Gangs of London. Yeah, that's been going around on social media. So I know that's something I'm going to have to check out um, at some point. Um, yeah, I think that's on Sky, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. that's why it's not so accessible for me at the moment, unless I get a little hashtag bootleg life going on, you know. <laughs> You'll be able to find it. Um, going back to the, the basketball thing, I think, Ash, so uh, basketball now, the players have a lot more protection from the mm. referees, and there's a lot more, there's a lot more, uh, what's 
best way to say it. So everything is a foul nowadays. Like you can't really be too hands-on. You can't be too physical. So the players during the Jordan era, like the, the early 90s yeah, and the late 80s, was a lot more physical. So players like... Certain players would dominate in any era. So LeBron... Mm. He would dominate in any any era because of his IQ, because he's such a, you know, he's so intelligent, great passing big man and just, just dominant. But people like Jordan would dominate now because he couldn't get touched. He'd yeah. Be going, he'd be going to the free throw line. All the time. All the time. It'd be, you know, refs, uh, you know, refs just... They, they got their eyes on certain players they look out for. I think that's always been the way. But um, what's good about the documentary, I mean, I didn't like the Bulls growing up. I was a, I was a Phoenix Suns fan oh, yeah. in 93 because everyone liked Jordan. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to be like everyone else and like Jordan. Yeah. Who, can, who can I like? Who can I identify with? And I like the Phoenix Suns. Um, but if you're not a fan of basketball, you don't really know the Jordan and the Chicago Bulls dynasty story it's a great documentary yeah you just have to bear in mind that it goes it flitters between timelines so it's not chronological it sort of jumps back and forth back and forth so but i think that's why that's why i liked it so much because i don't i didn't know much like i knew i knew bits about chicago bulls and jordan i was a houston rockets fan because they got to a couple of finals i think in 94 and 95 yeah with a larger one yeah they'd be yeah Yeah, which I liked, and then obviously that then, that then set another set of um, and the it set off the Chicago Bulls to kind of come back when they brought in Rodman. Um, mm. But what I found really interesting about it is, like you said, they they do go back, and each episode does focus a lot around Michael Jordan. But it's Michael Jordan, then it's Scottie Pippen, then it's Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman, then it's um, Michael Jordan and um, Phil Jackson, the coach. So it's been so good that it does go all the way back, but it is all about that that final year, 1997 to 1998. Daddy, we're all focused about that. Mm. But, you know, you've got Jordan, who's like, yeah. arguably the greatest of all time or the greatest mm. of that generation. So, of course, it's going to be centred around him because he mm. ultimately pushed everyone else to win two back to uh, two three-peats, which, you know, to win, to win 81 games, no, 80-odd games, 81 games, on the road in America, like home and away, and then to do the playoffs and yeah. then the playoff finals three years in a row and then to do it twice is the, like, come up, like, you know, it's unheard of. Especially in the modern modern era. Mm. So it's really worth watching and there's some great, great other footage that you might not have seen with yeah. Ipping Rodman, Paxson, uh, Steve Kerr. DJ Armstrong, Horace Grant, all the old players. So. Yeah, Horace Grant. I like, I like Horace Grant. <laughs> yeah, he's really cool. But also, it was really good to know about the Pistons. I didn't know much about the Pistons beforehand. Yeah, um, they were. Yeah, they were, yeah. They, 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 were, they were big. And I like, I like the bit where there's a bit about Larry Bird. And Larry Bird sees Jordan like on the court in the playoffs for the first time. And he's just like... Because obviously, it was the Celtics had their run. Then it was the Pistons. Then it was the mm. Bulls. And it was seeing those seeing those dynasties kind of handing over was was really good for someone who's not the biggest basketball fan. It was it was quite sick. I know That's that um, we think we know sports guys must have been all over that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. They must be loving it. So shout out yeah. to them. No, wicked. Well, being a big basketball fan, it's it's, it's pleased me to hear people um, people gravitating towards it and then doing their doing their homework as well like you can always go on YouTube and you can search and, and look for other games and, and events and stuff so 
big up, big up the last dance. I'm gonna watch season. I'm gonna watch episode four tonight, and then I know it airs in the UK on Monday night. Yeah. So I got Killing Eve, and then the last dance to watch. Jeez. While the wife's working, so yeah, big up all the key workers who are working on the front line. Yeah, man, big up you, man, as well. Like this has been, this has been dope. This has been our first beer rap and banner together. No, we have a guest. Yeah, normally we have a guest. This is the first time it's just been the three of us. Wow. And I'm the only one drinking as well, man. I got my Guinness is finished, and then I'm having I'm having H two O. H to the O, and then oh, I might have some warm apple juice later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need some cereal after that. <laughs> um, Cal, I don't know if you've got anything else to add. No, man, just or... thanks to the recommendations. I'm looking forward to watching The Last Dance. Um, obviously, I haven't seen the uh, LA originals yet. I need to see that. Uh, Gangs of London. Like, it's all stuff to add to the uh, to your watch list. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that's it from me, really, man. Um I hope everybody has a good week. Mm-hmm. You know, stay safe and trust to stay positive uh, while we're social distancing. Yeah, just everyone stay safe, be good, um, and I hope, I hope physically and mentally you have a good week because I think the 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 two are very much um, aligned. Big time. Yeah, just want to echo that. Thank you, guys. Uh, today's been up and down. No, it's been good actually. The energy's been good. Um, check out all the new music we recommended check out all the TV uh, make sure you're going out getting your exercise if you can I know some countries uh, where people listen to us they might not necessarily have the opportunity to go out at a minute or it might be restricted so wherever you are wherever you listen to us we're in your thoughts and prayers um, hit us up all the socials at beer at Bant. subscribe share all that good stuff I've been Ben and I'm signing out I've been Cal and I'm signing out I've been Ash peace Peace. I'm going to nip to the toilet, boys. I need a piss, man. I've been fucking dying. Two secs.